You are now listening to an all-new episode of Bubble Bath Stories with your hosts, Nikki Trends and Manny Oso. <laughs> what is one show that disappeared that you were really sad about? Uh, you know, my brothers and I always watched... This is You're probably going to laugh. We always used to watch The Critic. Oh, my God. I used to watch that show, too. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, about Jay Sherman, yeah. Yes, it was like a, it was an adult cartoon, wasn't it? It was a animated sitcom, is what it was. And they did a crossover with The Simpsons. That's right, that's right. It uh, it starred um, John Lovitz as the main voice. And the thing look, the cartoon looked like him. Yeah, and he was just a film critic, uh, living in New York City. Um, I'm gonna say mine, and it's really embarrassing. What's that? Uh, I was such a huge fan of that '70s show. Yeah. That I was the one person who watched that '80s. You gave show. it a shot. And I knew it was a bad show, but I was like, "Fuck it, I'm really a fan of that '70s show, and I want these people to succeed." <laughs> well, and luckily, then it didn't. Luckily, the actor, the the that guy, he succeeded. Yes, but. You know, shout out, I'm the one person that watched it. And I'm sorry I couldn't save it. Do you remember what the premise was that was going on with them? That's for another time. Uh. We're going to talk about that <laughs> offline. You guys don't want to hear about it. But we're going to we're gonna go offline with that. I'm Nikki Trends. I'm Annie Oso. You guys are listening to Bubble Bath Stories. We are so happy to be back. Um, What? the fuck is happening with streaming services and television shows and why i mean i predicted it a while ago you know i said myself that there's gonna come a time where the streaming services are gonna equal the problems we had with cable ain't that the truth and it's just like it's more problems than that too absolutely i mean at least with cable you could count on reruns I mean, remember when <laughs> On Demand was, like, so crazy? Okay, let's bring it back. In oh, case yeah. you guys have been living under a rock, mm-hmm. then you would have heard about HBO and Discovery's merger. Yeah. And with that merger came a lot of cancellations. This happened last year, last fall. Yeah. Um, <laughs> isn't that weird? Yeah, it, it wasn't so long ago, right. but it's definitely been long enough for them to make tremendous changes absolutely um (laughs) here's the thing though at least when a show got canceled you had i don't know like dvds and you had um like on demand and then maybe it would come out on netflix but now in this case the show disappears forever yes um into the into the void if you will (laughs) into the void isn't that the wildest shit so basically uh hb uh, warner brothers who's actually in charge by the way it's warner brothers discovery Discovery. at&t is hbo is just a streaming service now (laughs) i'm gonna i'm I'm going to research that yeah. while you talk to your next uh, So, yeah, basically, they made this this whole blanket decision on a lot of upcoming and continuing shows and films that a lot of people were actually fans of and were anticipating. Um, major ones were, like, huge head-scratchers, like... Um, Bat, like Batwoman. Oh, Bat, Batgirl. Batgirl. Yes. Um, and then you got uh, the Gordita Chronicles that a lot oh. of people have been talking about. The whole thing going on with Westworld. Oh, my God. 
So anyways, <laughs> let me tell you what it's showing out right now. Because this this whole thing about shows being canceled and then shows being completely removed from from viewable service. Well, if they're canceled, they are or they're removed. Yeah, but it used to be that when a show got canceled, it would still be there in the streaming service to find. You know, you can still see the first two seasons or so that yeah. it went through. Westworld is gone. <laughs> As of this recording, yeah, it, in December 2022, was it December or January? It was December, yeah. December um, 2022. It was one of the ones that people really wondered, like, what's going on with that exactly? So they were supposed to do six seasons. I remember reading about this a while ago. That yeah. The creators um, planned on that. And so me, and I'm sure I'm not the only person in America that does this, but I was going to wait for the show to be done. <laughs> And then I was just gonna stream and binge all six seasons. You that you cannot take advantage of a show; it will be gone like this. No, because that's why you have to binge. I did it with Game of Thrones. Yeah, you read that. I, you I resented that a, Game of Thrones. I do that with that. a lot of shows because usually it's it's there, and you know who has to, who in the world we're at now? Who has time to wait for the next season and the? No, I did it with Breaking Bad too. I streamed the whole thing when the but last you, season came out. You know the thing with that is you have to be okay with spoilers because mm -hmm. it will drop and day one everybody has to fucking talk about what happened and just ruin it for everybody. That's true. Now the problem with this is is that Westworld has been taken off the catalog, and so HBO you can't watch it anymore. If you have not seen Westworld, it's done. Too late. You're never going to see it again, as far as we know. Where are you going to get them DVDs at? Yeah. And so... <laughs> Where? Where do you buy Westworld DVDs at? That was the biggest uh, head scratch. There were a whole lot of shows, actually, that they canceled and that they removed from service. And there have been a lot of speculation about the reason that they were doing that. Um, one of the ones that really got to me when I read about it is so that they don't have to pay royalties anymore on actors and creators. So check this out. David, what's it, Sal Zaslav? He's the CEO. He's yeah. now the CEO. And he laid out all these changes to for the newly formed company. Okay. And so with that, he basically told shareholders that he is going to find a way to save 3.5 billion dollars that seems like such a fake ass number yeah just like a number that they're throwing out there by yeah. the way what happens is is that they wind up only saving like maybe three billion during the third quarter so they right? need a window <laughs> there is a window and they're gonna save costs on synergy okay it's literally in quotation marks so basically not only canceling them, but I'm talking about halting production. Like, they had a... There's a series called Minx that are... Yeah. The, yeah, okay. I'm not even sure what it's about. I've, I've seen I've seen it when, you know, streaming... I mean, uh, scrolling. I've seen the title available. Do you know what it's about? No, I don't. Look it up. Look it up. Anyway. Before it's gone. <laughs> yeah. Look it up. Our homeboy, um, Jack Johnson's on in it. I know that. So, shout out to him. Shout out to Jack Johnson. But they announced that they were getting renewed for a second season. And then in the same breath, canceled 
this show while they were still filming the second, like they were just finishing the second season, which means that they didn't halt production. Because even when you halt production, every, everything's unfinished. But yeah. when you're when you're allowing them to um, finish out what the script was laid out to be, like the whole series, it allows that to be able to be shopped around. If to, that makes sense. To other networks. To other networks or services. Or but also it gives this it also gives hope that they are gonna allow the second season to be shown at least. Yeah. So anyway, by doing that, they are saving millions of dollars annually because they don't have to pay royalties. And they're thinking about future money. And not only that. I'm going to clue you into something. When a production company is filming in a particular location, they get tax credits for that. Because basically what that is, is like we are giving, the company is giving jobs to locals, which is helping the economy, which is helping that area. So you get tax credits. Yeah. Anytime that you're using a, like, a vendor or anything like that. You have to keep track. I had to do that for a job. I had to keep track of it. You got it's crazy. It's tedious as fuck. But they're also saving money. So they do all this shit and everybody's like getting off scot free. Yeah. <laughs> like the CEOs are still making bad money. And these people who are pouring their hearts and souls into these projects have nowhere where their projects live. That is so crazy. So you're you're absolutely right because a lot of um sorry lot, for my rant. <laughs> a, a lot of the things that they were coming out with are exactly in that position. Uh, Batgirl was completely done with production. Oh it, the, yeah, like ready to distribute, ready to show, ready for you and I to sit down and watch. Like and, red carpet outfits ready. And someone made the decision. To, to, that you know what it would be a lot cheaper for us to not even release it than it would be to attempt to put it out and see how much money we could make how long did it take to make that movie i'm not sure but it was but it was a while i feel like because it was like once they started making it i'm not sure probably a year or so but it was in the works but for the a attempt while. yeah the attempt to make the show itself, yeah, I want to say at least at seven, eight years. Seven, eight years, yeah, like does or it, more. I think what's also frustrating about that's that a, that's the thing you gotta understand about a lot of a lot of the superhero genre. They've been in the works for like 10, 12 years. And I think what's also frustrating with that is that everybody was really hyped because mm -hmm. the girl playing Batgirl is Spanish. She's yeah. Latina. And how dope is that? Then the um the Gordita Chronicles, yeah, all Spanish cast. The main ca all of the main cast is Spanish, um, or some type of Latin. And you can't. You don't think is. You don't think people are gonna be like, that's weird. Why did you cancel those shows? Like, what? Why did you cancel those shows? <laughs> that is the first thing that came to mind to myself. Like, you, like why? Why was it so easy to get to decide which of these uh, shows would go on the cutting board um, so quickly, yet you haven't come out with any kind of plans on the new service that's going to be provided? Mm. I've been I've been really I've been really um, myself a little triggered on that part 
because I remember uh, the whole fact of they had HBO Go and then HBO Max. Oh, yeah, that was like... And when that happened, I had just purchased the service for HBO Go for for the first month. I was like, what the heck, you know? So so they actually have no plan on what's going to happen with the Discovery app, with HBO, and with the Warner Brothers film catalog. They don't know what the app is going to be called. They don't know what the app is going to be, what it's going to look like, yeah. or what it's going to flow like. One thing they do know, though, because it's already been reported, is that the price is going to go up. Now, this is nuts because HBO hasn't actually gone up in price historically in any of since it's been HBO Go. <laughs> and usually every streaming service goes up every single year, uh, at least a dollar or something. Yeah. They're, the This guy you were talking about, J.B. Perrette, he said himself, we believe there's actually some pricing advantage for us on the ad-free service, and we can probably move north of where the prices are today. So okay with the price going up, has no idea what they're going to do with the service, though. So, But whatever it is, we're going to charge you more. <laughs> so I did look into what you asked earlier about yeah. how did they decide who was going to be on the chopping block. Okay. And basically, like everything else in life, it came down to the bottom line. Yeah. And so the shows that cost, let's use Westworld for an example, right? Supposed to be six seasons, the first season comes out then it's like a two year in between instead yeah. of the second season mm-hmm. and then it like took a then they had a halt production for two months and you know all of that adds up and so what they said was that the overall price of what it cost to make that show they weren't seeing back with viewership yeah so they went from having they went from i believe 14 million views across all platforms to four million which is like you no 12 to 4 which you can't um the numbers don't lie like that's a lot and if people are losing interest why are we spending so much money on this that's true so and then those the, are expensive shows bruh, expensive. bruh. like it's a lot to and not only that but you have to factor in the um money that you have to pay for the actors and so that's where the royalties come in yeah if what they're saying is if the show sits on the platform, we still have to pay for it. But if nobody's really fucking with it like they used to, then we cannot justify keeping it because it's costing us more than it's really bringing us. Which is not wrong. <laughs> like, in business, yes. Like, that makes sense. Great. So you're saying I am the problem. <laughs> yes. You should have fucking watched Westworld when it was out. But there's just so many seasons. <laughs> Westworld is based on a movie and a book. That the book was only one well, okay. short book, and the movies were only two movies. Well, so the other thing they talk about was that Westworld was supposed, to, you know, when it first came out, was supposed to be like the heir to the viewership that Game of Thrones was getting. Yeah, and just that Never. didn't happen. Like it happened, but now they're putting all their stock in the Game of um, House of Dragons, mm-hmm. and obviously if with the success of that it costs less to make that and across the board for all 10 like episodes it bought in like a hundred million viewers of some sort but house of dragons sucks 
Oh, I mean, um, I'm not the only one with it. Like, people do not like the show. His name is Mayo, <laughs> so please, uh, <laughs> please direct your hate mail to that. I mean, I'm sure there's people who like it, but he, I get it. At the, at, the, at the end of the day, the numbers, it's the numbers. Um, but also, we, I, I brought this up, right? Yeah. Because obviously, I'm like, this is fucked up. These people are putting blood, sweat, and tears into this work. That's it's true. not it's disappearing. Yeah. Literally. Like there's no way of seeing it. And that's really fucked up. But then I played Hater's Advocate and I said, remember how many should think about all the shows you watched that you ne- like that made one episode and you never saw it again. Yeah. That's like true. prior to streaming. Prior to that, think about how many shows only made one, like one episode came out and then got canceled or made a whole season and we never know what happened. There, there are a lot of shows out there that have been thrown into the void with us. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think what's fucked up here though is is that Cartoon Network cartoons are gone. Yep. Which I don't understand how that works. Do well, you have any clue how that works? I, as far as I know, cartoon it it wasn't so much Cartoon Network. I think I'm not 100. I'm gonna find that out for you guys though. But I know what you're talking about, right? Because this is a channel. Yeah. So <laughs> the studio itself that makes the cartoons cut like 50 percent of their animators. Uh... And so, I don't think they own the, the rights to their shows. Oh. I don't think they... I, I used to think Cartoon Network was like a network. You know, obviously when I was a kid, I used to think it was its own thing. It's but, not? But it's been like sold back and forth to different different owners. Yeah. I think at one point it was... I think right now it is owned by the same company that owns Comedy Central. Viacom? But they don't have it available to stream like shows on Comedy Central are available to stream. Oh, uh, wait, what? Look at Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon was about to go into the void if it wasn't for Paramount purchasing them and putting them available to stream there. Now you can watch this, uh, Rugrats, but where else would you have been able to watch Rugrats? Girl, but they got DVDs. But it's not every single show. If you sit there and think about shows that you watch on Nickelodeon, like you're not going to be able to find them on on Paramount. Yeah. They didn't, don't have them all. They don't have... I tried looking for... Um, what was that show? Had that guy, Mark... Mark something. He was the host. What would you do? I love that show. I can't find it on there. It No, was it that show? What would you do? Explain that. That's where they would get people from the audience and they would get people oh, at, yeah. Nick, at Nickelodeon Studios. I always wanted to go there. Yo, I've been twice. I went to Nickelodeon Studios <laughs> twice. Also, close down. <laughs> But what I'm saying is a lot. So I can't. I was saying earlier, I can't find the critic available to stream anywhere, because it whoever owns it, whoever owns the streaming rights to it, isn't putting it out. But it makes sense when you say about the numbers, yeah. because if I'm if it's summer 2022 and I've got nothing to do this week in the middle of June, and I say, okay, I want to watch the critic now. It costs a lot of money to put that stuff on streaming services yep. for one person to want to watch. Yeah, yeah. I mean, think about all the shows that are on Netflix that you are like, 
Oh, I want to watch it. And you never watch. That like, little think about how long that's been sitting there. That little cord that's connected to the back of your TV. I mean, it doesn't just run for free. Yeah. All these things. Like you can't there's a lot of shows that when we think when when I read these articles about what's going on, there's a lot of shows like on what Nef- like on yeah. Netflix like you just said that I never sat down to watch and I'm not surprised I won't what if they are gone all, all of a sudden? Like it costs money to keep them on there, and then yeah. for, and then for them to add more but, that we're not even watching. <laughs> I mean, but it also just shows you it doesn't matter. Like Westworld was getting um, HBO Emmys. Yeah. Okay, and like this just shows you like it really fucking does it. It's always gonna be about the bottom line. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with the fucking story. It does. It has to be about what's drawing people in and like making them stay. But then the question is, how can a show develop like that? I guess you as a creator, it makes you wonder who's the best to go with as well. Yeah. You know, because I I hear a lot of. A, a lot of creators like working with Amazon mm-hmm. because there's so much money. Mm-hmm. Then there's creators who like working with Disney mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. because they let you do anything because they they don't say no to stuff because they believe in everything. They believe you can literally make any kind of movie. Oh, we believe you know? in you. Oh. No, like that's <laughs> um, who was saying it. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. was saying he loved it because they they just believe in creative creativeness. You know, and I guess it depends on what you're going for. But when you see great shows get com- get canceled, it makes you wonder why to go to HBO. Yep. As a creator, if you got a great idea and you have them and you could go to anyone, why not go to Amazon? I read where they're just gonna give you the money to do it. I read this tweet that I hope I hope I bookmarked it, but I read this tweet that was basically you know this woman was saying you can tell when someone. Um, has sold a screenplay, a screenplay versus somebody who is starting out. Because when you read the script, um, they're not thinking about a budget. They're thinking anything is possible. And somebody who has sold screenplays before is really honed into what is possible production-wise. And they said that if you can't tell your story without all of that mm-hmm. or without really thinking about what the budget's going to look like, how it's going to look, you should just write novels where it's an endless amount of imagination yeah. and you're, you can run wild. And I was like, that makes a lot of sense. So it's like, great story you got. How are you going to film a war in the desert on a $100,000 budget though? Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. That is so true. <laughs> great story yeah. though. Next, oh, you got a baking show? Let's do it. Oh my! But think about how many cooking shows there are. Yeah. Because it's fucking Shout out easy to, Mike, to make. Mikey Day. <laughs> Shout out to Mikey Day. Is, Is it, it cake? cake? <laughs> I gotta say that was a good show though. It oh, surprised me how no, good it was. It's cringy as fuck. Um, I I'm I think I'm just most sad that you know these people that are creating you know, their creations are really just kind of disappearing into the void. And I yeah. think that even for the actors, the writers, all the, the people behind the scenes and all that, you know, it just kind of sucks that something you work really hard is just like really 
boiled down to money no matter what it's always gonna be about that and i hope that all these creators whose shows got canceled you know not the big names y'all gonna be okay i'm talking more about the people starting now who sold their you know like their first shows got canceled i really can't wait to see what else comes out i as a viewer yeah it it really it really sucks because you yourself would say like I can't imagine a show like Breaking Bad being ever being removed, you know. Mm-hmm. However, a show like um, <clears throat> like Westworld, since so many people loved it, you can't really talk to anybody about it. It's not like I can ever say you should watch I, it. You I, should yeah, watch you it. can't say you should watch it. It's a really good show. You should watch it. You should watch it. Not that you can. When you have COVID, you should watch it. But, but you got nothing else. <laughs> but that makes me think like no no show is safe. No, it's not. If a show like that can be removed, then a show like Breaking Bad can be removed. A show like Game of Thrones. A show like yep. Seinfeld. You know, any oh my god, yeah. anything, anything could be could go into the void and thrown in there, and then it's like. We have no one to talk to about it. Yeah. And the whole point, we all watch the same shows is so that we can talk, talk to about each other it. about it, right? So that we can make the jokes and get it. Like, I'm over here thinking 10, 20 years in the future, somebody's going to have a great film about a robot and a man ha- being friends, right? And someone's going to be like, oh, where'd you get the inspiration for this? There's this great show that was out a while ago. It's called Westworld. You never heard of it, I know. <laughs> You can't watch. You can't watch. You can't watch. You can't watch. It doesn't exist anymore. You can't watch yeah. It. Well, we could talk about this for hours, yeah. but that's not what this podcast is about. Um, if you guys, well, first, I want to know from you mm-hmm. what show you watched that disappeared forever that made you sad. I do want to hear that from you guys. I want to know what show from HBO and Ooh. these that are gone that really hit you. Mm, right here in my heart. Yeah. Corazón. And also, did you get to see Westworld? Tell me what happened. <laughs> and I, I got to rely on Wikipedia now. And we can have all these conversations. You can answer all these questions on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, at Bubble Bowsters, where you can keep up with the head duckies in charge. You can find me at Got No Time For This on IG. And you can find me at Nikki Trends on Instagram. And if you guys are looking for some dope, merchandise to support your favorite podcasters you can go to our website bubblebathstories.co co until next time bye, bye.